Okay, keep going. Now I'm on the podcast. So what's a podcast? Hello and welcome back to What You Talking, a Kim's Convenience podcast. As always, I'm your host, Mike. And I'm Ruby. And our guest for today is a guy who's been on five game shows, a cool Christian Korean dude, and the OG American Kimbit. So with all that being said, Eugene Bion, come on down. I'm coming, I'm coming, I'm coming, I'm coming. (laughs) Thanks for having me again, Mike and Ruby. Good to be here. Oh, it's always so good to have you. How have you been, Eugene? Since the last time we heard that you got to host uh, some games on HQ Trivia. Yeah, that was the last big thing that happened. Uh, I won a contest uh, to be able to co-host uh, HQ Trivia with uh, with Matt Richards and uh, had a fabulous time. Uh, they flew me out to New York and uh, gave me the uh, the full treatment. And, uh, oh, I, I, I got to experience uh, the, uh, the lifelong dream of hosting a game show in front of tens of <laughs> thousands of people, at, albeit online, but I, I think that counts, actually. No, that um, totally yeah. counts. Yeah, <laughs> it was such a, it was so good to see you doing that. You were such a natural fit. You and yeah. like Matt were like interplaying <laughs> with each other. It was really fun. Oh yeah, he was uh, definitely a blast to to work with. Um, learned a lot from him uh, as well. And yeah, we just played off of each other really well, just like we do, Mike, here on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> so today we're going to be covering a lot of stuff. We're going to be focusing on Appa and Janet and their journeys through se- season three and four, which is a mountain of stuff. So we're glad to have Eugene here because... Uh, he, I think he's took as many notes as I have on this, <laughs> and I really hope I don't have to go through this. Otherwise, it'll be like a three-hour episode. So the amount of material is amazing. Actually, um, rewatching uh, all the episodes this past week uh, and being able to capture everything that kind of went through my mind before and also a bunch of new things that I noticed uh, and mm-hmm. experienced as I was watching. Um, I, I too just took a ton of notes and I, I believe I'm looking at it here. I think I took more than 10 pages of single spaced oh, notes. Wow. Um, and uh, I, I'm, I'm overwhelmed actually, as I look at the printouts right now. <laughs> oh dear. <laughs> and I feel like I'm forgetting so much, Mike. There was so much in these episodes. <laughs> All right, so let's start with Appa, just because, uh, yeah, again, he's like the big chunk of this. Mm -hmm. And uh, let's start with favorite moments. So with season three and four, again, lots of great scenes. Uh, Let's start with you, Eugene. What were your favorite moments with Appa in season three and four? Oh, goodness. So so hard. So hard. Um, Oh, gosh. Uh, I mean... It, it it really does range from the comedic to the dramatic. Um, I, I think almost every episode I had a favorite moment with Appa. Uh, but uh, let's see. These are the ones that I put down. Uh, okay. So uh, I, the, the, I think it may have been the very first moment in season three, uh, the fridge farting scene with uh, Amma and <laughs> the, Janet. The pangu, uh, very, yeah. very The pangu scene, very classic, um, very um, reminiscent of my dad uh being very uh free in the way that he would bangu uh around Uh. us uh and in public uh and apparently (laughs) appa doesn't have a problem doing that either i don't know if it's a general korean or asian thing or not Mm. uh but Mm -hmm. it's it was definitely a um 
uh, a common occurrence in my family. So brought back some good memories there. Um, <laughs> slurping his food. I think that's happened maybe uh. several times, but particularly in uh, in Army Spoon uh, with Janet kind of being grossed out by all of that. Um, that is the way that my appa ate. And apparently, uh. according to my daughter, that's the way that I eat today. <laughs> and uh, so she comments how I slurp and smack and gives me a hard time about it. I believe I may have tried to do the same thing with my appa growing up. Uh, so uh, that was a, a wonderful scene uh, as well. Um Let's see. Um, uh, it's stay, sticking with the comedic, maybe. Um, in uh, a, a pot, uh, was it a Pontocitus, uh, where oh, he, yeah. uh, where Appa gave a name to convertible pants, which I actually uh. own a pair <laughs> of convertible pants. My my boys who hate wearing pants, uh, they actually have <laughs> pairs of these as well. And they love them to death, oh. uh, so they can go yeah, to church. Nice. Wearing long pants, and then they're so hot, they feel so hot in them, they can unzip them, and then they are free, you know, free That's like true. birds or free like the wind. And so, Appa calling them ports uh, was uh, a hilarious <laughs> scene because I actually even looked online afterwards, and there were no mentions of um, there was no official name for convertible mm-hmm. pants. Mm-hmm. Uh, and mm-hmm. so, Appa gave them a name, and I thought it was great. Um, uh, oh gosh, wait, I just realized as I'm reading down this list, uh, that I'm only hitting on some of the season three ones, but there's so many in season four as well. Um, uh, so maybe just sticking with season three, then um, okay. those are the, some of the comedic highlights for me in season three. Uh, but then dramatic highlights, I think uh, would include um, uh, what well, was dramatic and funny. I think getting caught with Jung uh, by Amma at the end of, uh, of uh, that new appliance <laughs> oh, the, episode. Yeah. yeah. The dishwasher. Yeah. yeah. The dishwasher episode, I think, was very, uh, very meaningful, uh, particularly because it put Amma in a very uh, a, a bind. <laughs> where yeah. Amma obviously loved seeing Appa and Jung get back together uh, yeah. and talk and interact, but at the same time, she felt great heartache regarding the dishwasher um, mm-hmm. not being available again. <laughs> um, so Kim's very good at combining the comedic and the dramatic together. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, uh, also with season three um, in the Kim Cup, uh, Appa playing ping pong with Jung. Yes. And uh, even though it resulted in some hard feelings and mm-hmm. some misunderstanding and some uh, uh, some debates over a, a, over a line call, if you will, on the ping pong table, uh, mm-hmm. it, it was it was actually just great seeing them interact. Mm-hmm. And it's something about sports that keeps bringing them back together. And I mm-hmm. thought that was a beautiful scene with uh, with Appa as well. That's true. Yeah. Um, and then uh, let's see in uh, in in hit and fun also in season three, uh, standing up to he, he Appa actually stood up to two oh. different people in that episode. He right. he stood up to both Amma uh, for <laughs> uh, um, uh, damaging Pastor Nina's car and yes. not really doing mm. anything about it, uh, and then also standing up to Jimmy um, as well for yes. some of the sexist things uh, yes. that he was yeah. saying. And so that was that was really cool and mm-hmm. uh, really mm-hmm. demonstrated i think appa's character as a result mm-hmm. um <laughs> and then you know lord of the ring and obviously the uh, the, the 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 season finale of uh, of season yes. three 
and uh, the touching scene at the end about uh, the oh, ring the being ring. found and not yeah. giving it back. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then also the comedic part of it where he took advantage of Ama uh, by, you know, because she lost the ring, he felt he could get away with everything. <laughs> and very yeah. common in Appa's character, actually. I, I was noticing in season three and four, Appa likes taking advantage of unfortunate situations that may be happening around him, thinking, oh, this is <laughs> an opportunity. Mr. Meta kind of encouraged it, I think, at one point. I forgot which yes. episode. Yep. Um, but, uh, yeah, so, uh, but that's kind of part of who Appa is, and, and, and I love mm. that as well. Um, yeah, that, that only captures season three, Mike. What to do? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so many great moments, uh, especially in the writing. I find uh, if you look at it, well, how I kind of look at the seasons now is I see seasons one and two is one arc, seasons three and four is another arc. Because if you watch both of them together, mm-hmm. it, it or as sets, uh, they kind of tell an over, you can see all the arcs together. Yeah. Like three and four, there are some uh, real growths and characters, particularly up on Janet, which is why we're talking about it today. Sure. Um so, yeah, those will be fun to look at. How about you, Ruby? Any favorite moments? Um, I'll go more, I think, with season four. And oh, because good. I'm not as <laughs> studious as you two and I write down my notes, I recall things from my memory instead. Oh, oh. Um, I think one of the most comedic moments I found for Appa was during the church when he saw Pastor Nina and Jimmy kissing. Oh, and then he was trying yo. to be mature about it. Yeah. <laughs> and, then, and then it's like when he's trying not to tell Amma, but his face, all oh, his facial expression, Paul was just amazing at that. Yeah. Where it's like, he's ready to spill, but no, he's going to be the better man and keep it in. I thought that was hilarious because, yeah, he's he's trying to be a mature adults yeah. about it and not be gossipy like all of the church ladies but then like he's turning red because he's like this is a big secret i really want to tell <laughs> you it is it's so hard he can't yeah. it's too hard. <laughs> it was such big news biggest news yeah. ever <laughs> so that was really funny for me um there were a lot of i think emotional moments and um dramatic moments for up uh especially well if we start from the very end, the last episode, yeah, that was just like the whole bomb about like Amma, the, Amma yeah. and no. possible sickness, and they don't know what it is. And then they were just so sweet and being together and going to do things. Well, number one, going to do things before he dies, so that they can do those things together. Yeah, before he gets together with Mrs. Cole. Yeah, and then like finding out, hey, there's something actually wrong. It's not yeah. just. It's not just we're being prepared, but now we're going to have to deal with this together as a couple. Mm-hmm. You know, it kind of, it brings, it reminds me of people, I guess, before they have kids. Because you're always spending mm-hmm. the time together as a couple. You're mm-hmm. caring for each other. Mm-hmm. Each other is like the most important thing. Whereas when you have kids, the kids come first. So it kind of, it shows that they're really not a retired couple, but like empty nest couples. Yeah, where they yeah. really focus on each other's well-being and they know that it's the rest of their lives and they just have to find that moment to be with each other and be together instead of being separate and saying you know we're comfortable with each other enough to be like hey you go do your thing you go play your what was it his golf (laughs) and then she goes to her dancing lessons so yeah it was like it's it was very touching for me yeah that's true that uh they're taking the other step 
from seasons uh, one and two where they were mm-hmm. doing their own things and season four they're kind of trying to do more stuff together yeah or you know the whole bedroom uh, episode where they were sleeping in separate bedrooms, but then <laughs> yes. eventually they they move back in with each other because so. they realize they need each other. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, not much. And, yeah, yeah, and then family kind of comes back in at the end of Bon Voyage too, where they uh, uh, they uh, intentionally hide from from Janet that uh, mm-hmm. you know the health scare mm-hmm. is going on and trying to continue with with life as usual. Yeah. Um, and so it's interesting. They had that moment where they were kind of focusing on their relationship, but it all it took was, I think, a little bit of tragedy that sort of brought them back uh, mm-hmm. or, or a hardship that kind of brought them back to, oh, wait, <laughs> we're, we, yeah. we own this store and we have kids and, oh, there's <laughs> Janet and she worries and freaks out very easily. <laughs> yeah. um, and so we need, to, we need to think about that now, too. Mm-hmm. Mature parent moments. <laughs> um, not much to add what you guys have already said. Uh, I think the only dramatic moment that I'm going to add is that soccer moment when Appa, uh, yes. he's been kind of half coaching the team and Jung scores that goal. And that hug was probably something that everybody was waiting for since mm. like season one. Um, it's just something that you didn't quite expect, but when everyone's out there, it just melted everybody it doesn't matter if you actually was <laughs> were, was vouching for any of that i think everybody kind of felt something in that moment yeah well, was that not the first time jung and appa in the series actually showed any kind of um expression of love through physical touch yeah i think so, I yeah. so yeah yeah i think that's what made that uh a big moment and, and actually for me it left me Hungering for a little bit more because we also mm-hmm. saw them struggle still in communication and yes. very yes, easily definitely. misunderstanding or offending each other. And then <laughs> all hell starts breaking loose. And so they've, they've got some things going when it comes to sports and, and mm-hmm. um, you know, uh, fixing dishwashers and, mm-hmm. and troubleshooting <laughs> problems and things like that. But when it comes to just talking about life and what's mm-hmm. happened in the past and, and things like that, it, it, it tends to, to fall apart. And so that's kind of one of my, my hopes for the future there. But uh, mm-hmm. I, I think it all starts with that moment uh, in Soccer Dad for sure. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Definitely a good growing moment for the both of them. Mm-hmm. So why don't we jump into uh, some things that we didn't know about Appa until seasons three and four. Uh, just a few little quick facts. Um, uh, we know that Appa's dad died when he was 63 and currently Appa is 57 which give us some scale I mean we didn't really know the age of anybody in the show <laughs> until then so Appa is 57 in season 3 where, and I where guess- did you catch that where did you catch that information <laughs> was, what was was that in army spoon no that was in um shoot uh I think it was in Kim cup uh wow they, yeah he was it he was cleaning out the basement, the basement with, yeah. uh, I was going to say Simu, uh, no. with Jung. <laughs> and uh, he mentions, uh-huh. like, yeah, didn't uh, Haraboji uh, die, die at 63? 63? Yeah. It's like, well, you're 57. Something uh... like that. Yeah, it was a quick little thing there. Uh, we also find out, yeah, that they had a Kim Cup, which is kind of fun because yeah. mm-hmm. uh, my family, my Korean side, we're, we're Kims as well. And we ah. actually... 
we actually had a Kim cup as well. <laughs> no. Not with ping pong. <laughs> Not with ping pong. It was like with all the cousins, because I have like a billion cousins on that side. Uh, we, we basically split up the cousins in two teams and we had a whole day of like kind of events where it would be anything from football to, uh, to sprinting, to drinking, or something like that. <laughs> and eventually, the winning team gets a Kim Cup. Mm-hmm. Ah. And this lasted, like, over years, right? Like, yeah. it, ha- it was reoccurring. It wasn't just a one-time thing. Yeah, I only made it through two years, because, <laughs> yeah, through the drinking thing, I can't drink my cousins under tables. But that's another story. <laughs> Is this a Canadian thing, by the way, because of the Stanley Cup and hockey, that you have to have a cup? Versus that's some kind of trophy true, or, true. or something Never else. Never thought about that, but probably that's where the influence was. I'm going to ask <laughs> my cousins and find out. That's a good point. <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> um, little things. Uh, he takes off his pants at home, converted Janet's room into some sort of brewing station for his own brew. Yeah, Appa, so into beer. Yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh, I like that. Many, many appa puns, right? Uh, yeah. For <laughs> these two seasons. I'm kind of like mixed on those titles, but it's just, I found it kind of corny, but mm. hey, you know what? For It's comedy at the end of the day. For sure. And uh, yeah, Uma's original ring was uh, Appa's mom's. Yep. So yeah. And I think that's all the cool little facts I found. Yeah. I I, I, I think the ones that I came up with were... were um, more basic, I think, than yours. Yours were really okay. cool and very detailed. Um, you know, so uh, definitely this interest in ping pong and soccer that that yep. we weren't aware of, and how it mm-hmm. was a mutual interest with with Jung. Uh, mm-hmm. So that's something we learned. Uh, he, even his service in the Korean Army. I mean, I I, I uh, think mm. um, I, I'm very familiar with that because I'm aware of um, uh, required yeah, uh, mandatory, mandatory national military yeah. service for several years, um, <laughs> which I which I recall my dad getting out of actually because no. um, his eyesight was bad enough. I think that oh. they ended up saying you don't have to serve, and okay. so uh, hooray for him! He got to finish college and then go to grad school in the U.S. But um, <laughs> uh, so yeah, his service in the Korean Army not during Korean War. He's not in the seventies. Um, uh, his teaching certificate as well, mm. and and his love for history yes. over math, and uh, <laughs> yes. he was too embarrassed to kind of mention that uh, he he wasn't really good at tutoring math, um, and that you know talking with Mr. Meta too about a different direction his life could have gone in, maybe not just even been teaching because I think yes. they brought up mm. um, Samsung that he had an uncle or something like that that worked yeah. for that's Samsung, true. and yeah. uh, so that's another direction his life could have taken, but instead. Uh, came to Canada instead and opened the store and, and tried to give his kids a better life and mm-hmm. and, and um, uh, which by the way is very reminiscent of, of of stories that my parents and my in-laws tell my wife and myself uh, for having <laughs> done similar things um, and then the last thing I came up with and I, I I'm curious to see what kind of reaction uh, I would get from you all on this mm-hmm. um, I didn't realize how active Appa's sex life was with Amma. <laughs> Does anyone um, mention that, or is it just kind of like observations? Well, that that's my observation about how okay. frisky things got um, in the episode where they were. Uh, was it was it in the bedroom, right? Yes. So the, when they yes, were in yes. separate rooms, right. um, there was that. There was some uh, moments of friskiness there, and. I'm uh, kind of using her fingers to walk up Appa's arm. Uh, I don't know why that's <laughs> back in my head. Uh, but then also the waterbed scene as well. And the um, mm. 
the disturbing yes. sock yes. and <laughs> what the <laughs> sock was sock. being used for and how they were found in Jedel's uh, bed. Yeah. Um, and so they that talked about was how really... it was used. <laughs> I thought yeah, it was just yeah, the, yeah. the sock. <laughs> yeah, you used for traction, traction. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, hopefully just uh, what traction in what way, I don't know. But um, <laughs> yeah, I, I, the reason that. why I think that that's highlighted to me is that generally um, <coughs> I, 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 I don't think it's talked about very often uh, mm-hmm. in, in <laughs> Korean families by which the kids kind of know what their parents' <laughs> sex lives look like. And even then there's this general perception too that maybe – you know, the sex, sex life is kind of dying off as you get yeah. older, older anyway. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, yeah. And, but it, it seems very active and healthy and alive with uh, with Omanapa. So that's a, that's a really good thing, I think. <laughs> yeah, I think I remember even in, I think it was season two, there was mm-hmm. time, it was like the ending of an episode where Janet came over and then oh, Emma yeah. was like telling about getting cigarettes and she was upstairs screaming yeah, at Appa yeah, yeah. and it's yeah. like oh Janet you should probably leave now <laughs> and it's like There's why? alone time <laughs> and alone together time yeah, yeah yes, something like yes. that <laughs> yeah so I think it, it's slightly reoccurring throughout the seasons yeah yes. but I don't know I feel like if you're going to ask me to find a relational story here, I'm going to say no, because I'm not going to picture that with my parents. No, I think that I was going to say, like, most of us, like, as children of parents, we just don't want to know or imagine exactly. or understand 100%, that. 100%, 100% yeah. with you there. Don't want to so, think about it. Well, and that, I, I, you know, that, that one, that uh, episode in the bedroom made me think about it. Uh, my, yeah. my, my parents... If you're if you're listening, hi Oma, hi Oppa. Uh, my, my my parents uh, to this day sleep in separate rooms. Oh, um, they I think they started doing that when I left for college because okay. uh, you know a bedroom became available. The kids are gone, and we ended up moving to another apartment in Korea. And so mm. uh, they they started sleeping in separate bedrooms, and they really um, it was for the same reasons because uh, my dad is a night owl. And he snores, and Uh. my mom wakes up early in the morning and gets cranky when she's not able to sleep. I mean, all those things. Um, uh, Also, uh, my dad, I I think, doesn't stay still and and kicks and and things like that. So so, um, they end up sleeping in separate rooms. And and I have to admit, I I did wonder when I was younger. I don't Mm – I didn't think about it again until watching this episode about, <laughs> okay, so they're sleeping in separate rooms. What does that mean? Do they right. visit each other now and then? And do certain things happen <laughs> when they visit? Or maybe it doesn't because they're separated now. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so asking really quirky questions like that. Um, right, right now, actually, my, I don't know if my, my mom is not necessarily in a position, uh, to oh. perhaps engage in these activities because of a mm-hmm. stroke that she had and, oh. and she's recovering from that. But what's interesting is that my, 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 my dad and my mom, they live in separate, they, they still, they still are in separate bedrooms today, but mm-hmm. my dad almost every day, if I recall when I, when I visited last in Korea, would would go over to my mom and kind of lie down next to her, Aww. and there's that. I think he has that longing to have that together time with her. 
Yeah. Just mm-hmm. like Appa ended up realizing that he needed, even though he wanted his own room to to watch the boxing match and sports on TV mm-hmm. and whatever, that mm-hmm. every you know he realized he needed some time to come back and spend time with her mm-hmm. because they they're connected, you know, yeah. somehow. And my dad does that too. He's watching sports. He's watching uh, Paduk or, or Go. Uh, mm-hmm. games on, on TV and <laughs> then you know he, and he's doing some work of his own but every now and then he's going to want to come over and just kind of lie down next to my mom and, and, and talk and mm-hmm. um, nice. so I it's a uh, uh, yeah it's a it's a really interesting thing to actually see up on them I have a very just healthy yeah. relationship but sex or otherwise right uh, <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> yeah I'm looking at Ruby and in- right now seeing if she's getting any ideas i i pretty yeah. much hit all those check boxes too she's like yeah you snore pretty loud oh yes if anybody's ever been in our house at night or like if we've ever done any of the sleepover on our trips they'll tell you how loud mike snores Wait, there's a group of people who talk about me behind my back no not behind your oh. back we, they talked about it remember that time when we we're doing the escape room conference the next oh, morning everyone no. looked like they were oh. like zombies and then there was a comic <laughs> made about it oh yeah i remember the comic oh. <laughs> <laughs> this, this is this is like a gossip oh so <laughs> but yeah, yeah i mean i don't know if Mike's like Mike sometimes would suggest he's like did you want me to sleep in the guest bedroom because I snore and I'm like no it's fine I would rather he be sleeping in the bed with me and before we got our king size bed yes we did kick and punch each other a lot Ruby's an Uh. MMA fighter when she sleeps (laughs) I've had to tap out a couple times but uh, that's another story apparently I scream in my sleep or something yes that too Appa and Oma's bed actually if you know this is 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 that a is that a queen or a double it's pretty very small yeah I think it's a double it looks like a double I don't regret moving to a king. So much more space. I can roll around every direction now. But it's another potential testimony to the Kims' uh, uh, their 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 marriage, their their relationship. Uh, I mean, mm-hmm. I, I I would they they have enough room for a larger bed. That's that true. Room, and I'm sure they could have probably invested in that, but mm-hmm. they chose to have that size bed, maybe because they do enjoy being close together. Together yeah. time. Yeah. Yeah, together time. Yes, yes. <laughs> All right. Uh, let's move on. Uh, this is the big question, and um, I guess I'm going to throw it back to you, Eugene. Do you feel oh that Appa grew in seasons three and four, or did he stay the same? Ah, <laughs> uh, that I I remember um, really pondering over this question when I first when you first sent it to me, mm-hmm. uh, and going, "That's not something I've really." thought about as I've been watching the series. And so I, I paid a little bit more attention as I, I watched again. Um, mm. I, I have a short list of, okay. of maybe a couple of things here. Um, I, I, I don't know what y'all think, uh, mm-hmm. but I felt like Appa's English got better. Oh, <laughs> oh interesting. More, more <laughs> advanced, more use of colloquialisms and uh, um, uh, uh, a, a larger vocabulary. Um, I, I felt like uh, Appa spoke a bit more uh, tersely and okay. using more simple language in seasons one and two. I felt like it, it, it seemed to, um, 
you know, he would have kind of longer lines and and mm-hmm. uh, and be more expressive in, in future seasons. I, 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 if I wish I could go back and, and rewatch seasons one and two and verify that and maybe get a mm-hmm. spreadsheet out and and, and, and but, <laughs> but that's just how it felt like to me. Mm-hmm. Um, that's interesting. Uh, let's see. Secondly, I, I think he is more open to Jung than he ever has yes. before. Mm-hmm. Um, there is obviously reluctance still, uh, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. when someone like Janet brings up the idea of, Hey, let's have this anniversary celebration Mm -hmm. for Amma and let's have Mm -hmm. Jung come over or Mm -hmm. Amma suggesting, Hey, let's get Jung to pick you up from the dentist. And, you know, uh, why don't, you know, you Jung do this and that, um, or for, you know, but, uh, he, he, he may try to resist a little bit. Uh, mm-hmm. But um, he gives in so quickly now. Yeah, uh, yes. it's not just a dismissive thought uh, anymore. So I definitely think he's more open to Jung, and I I suspect that's going to mean good things. I think for their future relationship. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I I think his relationship with Janet, in my opinion, uh, also has changed. I feel. I think in seasons one and two. Um, season one, especially, I think there was this, there was a lot more tension between Up and Janet. They loved each other, sure, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. there was still a lot of misunderstanding, hurt, and resentment. I think there there still is some of that, but it's more with understanding now. I think the season two scene about um, Appa standing up to Raj, mm-hmm. um, right. I think that 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 was a really big. I, I I wouldn't say that was almost a turning point in the relationship, by which whenever. Um, Janet gets annoyed or frustrated or upset with Appa in seasons mm-hmm. two and three. Mm-hmm. I, I don't think it's the same anymore. They have yeah. this kind of understanding. That whole exchange that they had in that one episode about um, uh, Janet thinking that Appa was going to – or, or what, what is it uh, – uh, Janet thinking that Appa was going to say that she was his favorite or something like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and and uh, there, there were tears, but then they were about to stop and uh, because it's like, no, that's not what I was going to say and blah, 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 blah. <laughs> um, but, um, you know, it, it ended, I think, with Appa smiling. And yes. there's this sort of, you know, it's, it's no longer difficult with mm-hmm. Janet. Yeah. Amma, on the other hand, um, I don't think it's any better. Uh, I think if anything, it's gotten worse, <laughs> particularly with Janet, uh, the Janet's pictures of her as a witch uh, being revealed and, yeah. and, and, and so many more kind of um, uh, misunderstandings and frustrations with her and no mm-hmm. break. There, there were some breakthroughs, too. Yes. But mm-hmm. I don't think it was at the same level as some of the ones that occurred with uh, with her and up on season one. So yes. um, I feel like there is this this understanding in in his relationship with Janet. Uh, mm-hmm. And then um, in regards to the other relationships, uh, I, uh, I I don't I don't see any change, any change with yeah. his relationships with Frank. His relationships uh, with um, diverse customers coming yeah. into the store, or the uh, the exercise place owner from next door, uh, yeah. Pastor Nina, especially, or with Amma, um, haven't really seen any growth there. To me, I think it's about the same. Um, I, I suspect that's probably intentional on the writer's part too, mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. because um, I think that's what makes things funny. 
watching uh, up uh, interact with those uh, different types of characters. Yeah. Uh, but but I, I didn't see a whole lot of growth there for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I definitely agree with the customers. I felt a lot of it stayed the same. I mean, I felt that a lot of the customers are trying to push situations like Enrique. It's like, <laughs> you're my best friend. Admit you're my best friend or, you know, stuff yeah. like that. But uh, I was like, nope, nope, not best friend, just friend. And it's like, whoa, <laughs> you actually admitted to being friends. It's yeah. like, but to get the Wi-Fi. So not mm-hmm. quite yeah. there. Yeah. Uh, yep. I think for me, what I noticed was I totally agree about Appa's growth in terms of his relationship with Jung. He is mm-hmm. less stubborn. I think that that yeah. barrier is slowly breaking down, I guess, over time. And the fact that he's had more interactions with Jung or that he realizes, kind of like in the play, he realizes if I don't give him a chance, I really might never have this relationship ever again. And he's always wanted the relationship back with his son. It's just mm-hmm. he's stubborn and his son's stubborn. So they set each other off. It's not because he doesn't care or he doesn't want to foster this relationship. So I think over time that it, the walls started having little cracks because of all these little interactions and with Amma and Janet trying to plant them together and all these little seeds yeah. are being planted. It's it's working. But in terms of all the other relationships that he has, whether it's with Amma, with Janet, with customers and with his friends i think we're just getting a different perspective or a deeper perspective just like when you get to know somebody you don't know them all at once right Mm -hmm. and in season one and two they they had to do a little bit more backstory than Mm -hmm. than like current relationships so i thought that the writers were giving us a more in-depth look into appa's character through seasons three and four Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. no those are you both have really awesome points. Actually, you took most of mine, <laughs> which is good. Which is good. I don't have to talk. Um, I think the only thing that I'd have to add, I because I sort of viewed season one Appa is kind of being this stubborn Ajushi. But mm-hmm. it's funny that he references himself in this one episode in season four. He goes, you know, I, I'm serious face, but sensitive. Um, I found <laughs> that through seasons three and four that he was a little more aware of everybody else's feelings around him, particularly mm-hmm. Janet, Oma, and, uh, well, Janet and Oma. Those mm-hmm. were the main ones. Uh, for example, when Oma and Pastor Nina were having that spat regarding the car, he's like, whoa, 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 what are you guys doing? You're, you're about to, like, break out into a fight. And uh, he's trying to calm Oma down. Um, and the other thing that he shows is that he does really care for his family, To mm-hmm. You know, Mr. Meta's offering him to, hey, let's go to this new opening of this restaurant with cigars and whiskey and everything. He's like, no, no, I'm going to keep this secret that I'm attending this secret anniversary thing with, <laughs> that my daughter's hosting, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, versus Amma, yeah, that, who just went the other way. <laughs> I think so, right, right, right. And actually, maybe season one, Appa would have done the same thing and then maybe changed his mind. And then it would have been a big mess and trying to do both and, mm-hmm. and all of that. And that but, but, but season four, Appa is not, not like that. Mm-hmm. Serious face, but sensitive. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but, but he still wants to be community leader. Yeah. <laughs> still, still wants to be uh, recognized by his family, recognized by the community. Mm-hmm. Um, some, some things, though, don't, don't change. <laughs> no, of he, course not. He wants attention. He wants respect. He secretly enjoyed having an admirer, a secret admirer <laughs> uh, on, on social media, on the yeah, convenient side. Right. Yeah. 
and the, also the business uh, seminar as well. It's like he's yes. gonna be the community example of a good thing. <laughs> and stupid Jimmy Young had to come in with his own thing. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> but really quick to admit though that he was he yes. was wrong in the yes. end, and maybe faster than we would have seen a season one or two up uh, sort of admit that he had a wrong way of thinking about something. So absolutely. Yeah. And I find yeah, that should be that could be more growth. Yeah. Yeah, I, I find Jimmy such an interesting character because yes. he was introduced yeah. in season three as sort of being Mrs. Park's replacement. Well I saw it as Mrs. Park's replacement as that kind of person in the Korean community that everyone's like, oh there you here. why are you here? Yeah. And then uh, they they add those layers of him being, you know, he he's actually had had a really tough beginning and mm-hmm. on top of the fact that he's uh with pastor nina yeah <laughs> uh-huh. it's yeah. like he's misunderstood <laughs> yeah yes and so then it's be- too quick yeah i mean communities can be too quick to judge someone because yes. they only see a certain side of them uh but uh it's always good to get additional additional context for- mm-hmm. okay so now we're going to talk a bit about janet now the reason why i wanted to cover janet because is because uh, she had to go through this roller coaster of season three and four. Um, <laughs> now most of her episodes were arcs of uh, you know a twenty something year old discovering the world of being an adult or almost adult. Mm-hmm. And uh, the thing coming is, coming of with, age story. <laughs> exactly, yeah. that's what I meant to say. Thank you. <laughs> Now, the most feedback, most of the feedback that I hear from other fans on Janet is kind of polarizing. They either really love her or really hate her. Like, they can really relate mm. or they find her as the annoying 20-year-old. But we can all agree that Andrea is kicking ass at portraying oh, yeah. that. Mm-hmm. Totally. So, uh, with that being said, let's go with the top moments of Janet. Uh, what would you say, Eugene? Goodness gracious. Here we go again. So, uh, with, with Papa, I... I focused more on season three. Yes. Gosh, should I? Should I, maybe I should look at season four first. Uh, <laughs> my my list is very long. Uh, yeah, it's go probably for got it. about fifteen to twenty things in it. Go for uh, it. Let me see. Uh, well, okay, just just for fairness, let, let me start with season three. Um, the uh, Oi Kyung moment. Yes. In appliance, yes. and her being confused with how to even pronounce her own made-up name. Uh, <laughs> very comedic and also very, um, uh, very, very telling of kind of what a lot of us do, of yes. wanting to try to reestablish ourselves and our identities and also getting a bit confused with our language and cultural heritage. Mm-hmm. Um, the uh, In Thy Neighbor's Wi-Fi, the Bible reading scene. At church, uh, yeah. where uh, Janet was ended up reading the wrong passage, and actually kind of somewhat misunderstanding um, uh, the contents of the Bible, if you will, uh, mm-hmm. focusing on sort of certain parts but not really seeing the Bible as a whole. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought that was a very meaningful scene um, and a good moment with Amma as well. Um, an army spoon um, <laughs> making mistakes regarding the black weight staff uh, <laughs> as may have been made on her being yes. Asian uh, as well. Um, let's see. Uh, playing parent to Appa and Amma and the afternoon delight and the uh, the whole waterbed yes. uh, incident. <laughs> uh, in Blabber Talker, Talker showing Raj and Divya how to pose mm. and that very tense oh, uh, scene. Right. Um, with 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 Raj, uh, with I guess was it her hand to his face or the other way around? I can't remember. <laughs> um, crushing the bread 
Oh in yes. In the room. All of these, all of these are gifs, I believe. Um, but the crushing the bread when it, uh, Appa tells her that uh, the elephant um, didn't actually contain Halibuji's mm. ashes. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, let's see. Uh, in uh, Pantis- uh, the uh, uh, Pontisitis, uh kissing kissing Raj mm-hmm. uh, also, mm-hmm. but it, uh, as to make a point, yes. though more than not simply being some kind of romantic moment. Exactly, um, getting kissed again, but by Chelsea. Uh, also, remember lots of kissing. Yeah. So much kissing going on here. Kiss, yeah. kiss, kiss. Um, uh, and then um, meeting Nathan. Yes. Too at the end of Lord of the Lord of the Ring with Raj and Gerald, they're kind of in the mix there too. But uh, Nathan kind of uh, ends up being this sort of buffer as a means of Janet to kind of reevaluate things and, and move on a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's season three. Moving on to season four, uh, Janet speaking Korean uh, in mm-hmm. the trollop. Yep. Uh, and and admitting to Oma that uh, she was she the was one the trollop, that yeah. that, uh, <laughs> that that caused the I guess the uh, the end of um, uh, Raja's relationship with uh, with Divya the <laughs> Kuyoja Naya yeah uh, that that, uh, that that seemed there um, let's see uh, happy anniversary fighting hard to make the Oma celebration. Yes. Uh, happen mm-hmm. um, it, to the point where it looked like her brain and her tiny little arms were just all going to explode <laughs> and fall off. Um, uh, getting the tattoo and thinking about Incan, not, we're still not really sure whether or not it's a valid tattoo and uh, not misdrawn. Uh, the Janet show, even though that isn't exactly Janet, but that was just hilarious yep. with, uh, with Chelsea and Gerald. Um, I forgot what it was. In Soccer Dad, in Soccer Dad actually having success at cooking and uh, then yes, her reaction the to just the one reaction to realizing that Oma cooked Bintetok from a box frozen. <laughs> yes. um, yeah. That one moment alone, she deserves an award for, uh, Andrew. <laughs> um, uh, Beacon of Truth, uh, her, again, that look. I think, I think I really love Janet's reactions to shocking situations. So yes. mm-hmm. uh, Appa revealing the truth to Mrs. Meta about uh, how it was her oh, yeah. uh, that uh, was the one that caused the uh, the wedding to end. Um, and uh, so being shocked by that. Uh, reconciling with Amma too, is a, it was a great scene in Which Witch is Witch. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, it's reconciling, but with humor. Uh, she talks about being, you know, Amma admits that she was like Janet's harmony and then, uh, yeah. Janet tells Amma, well, I, I want to be 20% less mean than you, <laughs> you know, yeah. as right. I grow up, right? Um, uh, let's see, in, in Knife Strife, uh, breaking up with Nathan quickly, yeah. mm-hmm. uh, given that it took, him for, took her forever to sort of move on from Raj uh, and start kind of exploring other possibilities, uh, she didn't take that long. With mm-hmm. Nathan, and I'm actually very proud of her uh, for for doing that. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then in Bon Voyage, just deciding to go to Tanzania, which was a shock from the beginning. Yes. Uh, to hear that that was a possibility, uh, kissing Gerald, and and then I actually just rewatched the kissing Gerald scene <laughs> oh, uh, with uh, with my family uh, right before this, and Janet was leaning in first. Oh. And so it's like, oh, interesting. <laughs> Obviously, the tension was there between both of them, but uh, that was a beautifully orchestrated scene. Yes. Uh, totally not what I was expecting when I saw Kim's Convenience. They posted I, the part of the script 
for that scene with lines redacted. Oh. And my, my, my children and I, we had fun trying to guess what oh, the villains were. That was and it. it. We were completely off. Uh, so that scene was a defining moment of the entire series. And I hope we get to talk about that in more, more uh, in depth because <laughs> it's really interesting. Um, and yeah, yeah. Ah! <laughs> lots of lots of kissing. Why why with the Janet? It's so much kissing, mm-hmm. kissing Raj, uh, kissing uh, Chelsea, kissing the Jedal dude, right? And mm-hmm. Obviously, you know, kissing Oman, kissing Appa, and all that's probably yeah. in there too. Yeah, yeah. No kiss for Jung, I don't think. No, actually, uh-uh. they have that weird. They have that weird relationship where there's a lot of sarcasm and yeah. a lot yeah. of joking around and and poking at each other's feelings and disrespecting each other, but somehow in the end. Loving each other and it's, yes. it, it, their their brother sister relationship is pretty cool actually mm-hmm. I would say but yep so anyway that's that's what I think about the top that's what I think the top Janet moments are for season four nice Ruby <laughs> hmm I don't know if I'm mixing up seasons but I'm it's the one where she submitted Gerald for the yeah. award that's four, and yeah yeah and it was just funny because. Throughout, it wasn't even just the one scene. It was like throughout that whole segment where she, you can see her orchestrating the room and then getting <laughs> called out for it. And she's like, no, I don't do that kind of thing. And then even oh, yeah. even Jung comes in and says the same thing that she's... <laughs> You're she, the puppeteer. Yeah, yeah. It's like everyone calls her out on yeah. something that she thinks she's being very sneakily about. Yeah. So Which I thought makes you funny. wonder. She gets Maybe she gets that from Amma, the master yeah. of the sneak attack. Exactly. Right? Definitely. That really Janet's taking after mom here. Yeah, for sure. Like, I think she takes after mom and dad in different yeah. ways. Different ways, yeah. yeah. And so that was, that was one of the scenes that I just or segments that I really enjoyed um but I think the bomb of the whole season three and four was the kissing scene of her and Gerald because I feel like they built it up in season one and maybe a little bit in season two and then everyone dismissed it because they the writers were quick to kind of end that and made it very platonic when they moved in so it's like okay it's a total platonic thing he's dating she's dating they are just friends like it it can happen and then it was this thing that was just kind of tossed out and then all of a sudden at the very end of that episode it's like what just happened yeah that was totally a writer's (laughs) sneak attack like wait 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 wait. I, i have to ask ruby did you actually had some suspicions that maybe the writers are kind of thinking that they actually kind of like each other in season one and two. You even thought that? It's not that because the writers were trying to say that they liked each other in season one and two, but it's kind of like any classic K-drama or uh, I guess some like Western dramas where, you know, two people are friends for forever and they've known each other forever. And they're like, yeah, they're just like my brother. They're just like my sister. But in, in fact, they actually have feelings for each other and then eventually it kind of surfaces and they realize this person in front of me all along has been the person that I really care about and hey, I actually do like them, right? It's it's but the, did the thought cross your mind did the thought cross your mind as you were watching season one and two that oh, maybe they'd be a couple um, probably not, but maybe. Yeah. Did, did that thought cross it did? Yeah. <laughs> The only episode where I Mike? felt that was uh, when the dancing bear guy came, when Edwin came into town. Yeah. And he's like talking about his relationship with Oma. And Gerald was kind of projecting himself onto this guy, feeling, okay, yeah, does. <laughs> you're, you're rich, you're white, and, and you have a good relationship with somebody who looks like an older Janet. <laughs> ah. 
Yeah, but but when season two happened, all my theories was like, oh, okay, no, it's just platonic. Oh, whatever. It's never going to happen, which is good. I mean, Janet can go and explore different things. That's great. And then it's like, well, sneak attack. I did not expect that. How the hell did you catch me off guard? <laughs> uh, well, I'm, I am impressed that the two of you at least had the thought. Hmm. So in my family here, not one of us ever thought that there was any i mean that 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 Gerald was set up purely to be a friend character for the series mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and uh, and so the, so uh, that's why I, and i and i want to say that i would say most people thought the same on social media yeah and yeah, I would agree. and most people unlike you two <laughs> needed to actually look back yeah. at seasons 1 too. And now, obviously, for me, I've done it again a couple times with three and four. And and now it's so obvious about how strong their friendship is, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. even to the point where you, the writers were – I felt like they were playing with us mm-hmm. because um, often the first character that Janet would interact with in a given, in a given episode, other than uh, a Kim family member – was Gerald? Mm-hmm. I th- almost. I and I want. This is where the Excel spreadsheet would be really interesting. <laughs> I want to say it's almost every episode, if not every episode. Yes. That uh, right. Um, and even in scenes where Gerald's not directly involved, somehow he's still in the picture. Yes. Mm-hmm. Anyway, yeah. I think. Um, and and that that just that, that just blows me away. Um, let's see. I I actually have this in a couple of. I'm trying to look at my notes here, but but I kind of make oh oh the Lord of the Ring situation mm-hmm. where you would at the end of season three you would think that the focus is on Nathan and Raj, mm-hmm. but Gerald is there and <laughs> yep. commenting and exactly. reacting and and you know and, and present mm-hmm. and and um, you know so. Uh, yeah, uh, I, I'm, I'm thinking back too about my kids and I were just talking about this. How Appa uh, would look down on on Gerald in season <laughs> one for sure, yeah. uh, be- because he's naked, you know, regarding the photos <laughs> that Gerald took. Taken, and yeah. then there's another scene. Is I don't know if it's season three or early in season four. Yeah, it's because of Gerald. He's a dumb. <laughs> another line. Uh, but then, and my kids noticed this too. There's uh, uh, one uh, scene. Uh, later in season four, and mm-hmm. I, I can't remember the episode, but Gerald ends up respectfully agreeing with Mr. Kim on something, mm-hmm. and Mr. Kim gets all excited and actually feels <laughs> honored by Gerald. Yeah, that's right, Gerald. Oh, I I agree. <laughs> um, and um, uh, I, you know, it. it uh, G- uh, so Gerald is kind of not only integrated in Janet's life, but he's integrated with. Um, uh, the Kim life. family's yeah. life, and, and especially Appa uh, and Emma's life as well, particularly Appa's too. And uh, I, 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 again, never really, mm-hmm. never really thought about that. Actually, mm-hmm. I, I wish I could have been there for the table read yeah. uh, <laughs> for, for, for the the season finale, right? Yeah, and, mm-hmm. and, and wondering, wondering how uh, all the actors reacted yeah. uh, to this moment mm-hmm. because I I, 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 suspect even they they were taken uh, aback. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, I'll bet. And the other thing that I wonder is how long it took Ben, who plays uh, Gerald, how long it took him to practice those Korean lines. <laughs> <laughs> 
and and he did them so well. Yeah. Uh, too. I mean, I I could even say that maybe sometimes his Korean uh, pronunciation sounded better than mine. Um, <laughs> and uh, you know, uh, it. it uh, um, uh, and it and it really to me, I guess they were setting us up too because even before the kiss, wasn't he speaking some Korean? Yes. I, I want to yep. say. Yes. Um, and. And um, it, 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 and and taking an interest even in season one and eating Korean food. Yes. Mm-hmm. And even earlier in uh, uh, in in season four uh, with the uh, the pintadok, and uh, finding even though it was frozen, and even though they were putting uh, uh, anjamaima or syrup or oh. whatever it was on on top of it, and uh, but but taking interest in the food and saying that's delicious, telling. Uh, 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 Janet, that uh, he he wanted to eat chapcha, or, or or Janet serving chapcha to them uh, in their apartment. Uh, I, I I thought that that also was a setup too. That mm-hmm. you know he here is someone that sees Janet and her family for who they are, um, even in not for family for her interests, uh, even for her photography career because obviously he's a photographer, so he connects well with that. Um, it, it, uh, it tells a very beautiful story, which I hope, uh, continues with challenges. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, Gerald definitely they're going to be challenges and the biggest hurdle is going to be Janet. Yeah. They're both yeah. awkward, but they know each other very well. So, well, Janet knows what she wants at this point. I mean, she's had a couple boyfriends. If I'm, I'm just scrolling down to some of my later notes here. Uh, so she's kind of moved on from the cool Christian Korean boy. Uh, who was the was first she guy ever really on that? No, but yeah. she, she went on that one date as far as we know. And then she went out with that cop, Alex, for, I guess, a two couple dates days? or yeah. a couple days. Yeah. Yeah. And then she moves on to Nathan, who seems like the centered guy at the end of like season. No, no, wasn't it Raj first? Right. Raj. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know why I don't have that in my notes. I still, <laughs> she oh my went God. to Raj and then Raj. she went to Nathan. <laughs> Raj and then and then Raj was sort of like, as far as we know, they, they were sort of casually dating for a little while. Mm, yeah. I think it was more than cash. They just called it cash <laughs> as young people think they don't know what they want. <laughs> <laughs> and then Nathan, who was like this totally like centered guy at the beginning of season three and... And then turned out to be a Jung. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it was just like yes, more of a connection with Jung. But I think that that was on purpose, though, yeah. because yeah. Uh, to sort of show that there wasn't a com- there wasn't compatibility there. There was actually more compatibility with Gerald, <laughs> and even even Gerald Gerald and uh, uh, Chelsea's lack of compatibility. I think also pointed to Gerald's compatibility with Janet. <laughs> <laughs> it's a Korean love triangle. Yep. Indeed, I, you know, and there, there was, um, I, I, the, what was it, the toastings that were going on, uh, where uh, Gerald ends up saying, "Oh uh, yes, uh, oh, what, th- does he say that the best moments? What, was it him or Janet that yeah. said the best moments of our friendship are yet to come?" Janet, yes, uh, you know, Janet says that, yeah. but then Gerald says, um, "This is the happiness, or we're about to have the happiness we." <laughs> that, what we is he talking about? Yes. We dreamed of, and so they're both kind of, sort of acknowledging something there, you know, and foreshadowing what's what's to come, and and sort of you know it's a testament to the strength of mm-hmm. uh, and the history of their relationship and mm-hmm. their friendship, and and uh, yeah, exciting exciting times ahead. I am sure. actually more excited for this to happen than 
Shannon and Jung. Shannon and Jung is just always mm-hmm. sort of dragged on for the four seasons, and I'm like, mm-hmm. I don't really care. Whenever they get together, they get together. But <laughs> Gerald and Janet would be kind of fun to watch because Gerald's just funny. <laughs> so one hurdle definitely in the Janet and Gerald way is definitely Raj. I mean, regardless how you look at him, yes. uh, he is a major player now in the in the series. And I, I kind of viewed season three and four as uh, kind of a redemption arc for Raj just because you know season yes. two he kind of like <laughs> left Janet out in the cold up I was like you know I'm gonna hop keto to Raj but then Raj is kind of building up to Janet I really like you oh I love Divya oh crap now I'm just I'm just a doctor in an emerge room and now hey I'm gonna follow you to Tanzania but did he actually love Divya or is it just because it was in his culture it was an arranged marriage no, it, was, it and, was an arranged marriage but yeah. he was still he kind of he still left her out in the cold Right, but I just feel mm. like it's a cultural thing, so he had yeah, to do it. Yeah, it's like yeah. he was like, okay, yeah, you know, um, he could have let go sooner, but it was a little bit difficult because yeah. of the the family part of it, which is maybe going to come into play again because Appa and Mr. Meta had that conversation once mm-hmm. all had been revealed that oh, you know, it would be okay if uh, yeah. they got together. Exactly, yeah. they they kind of mutually agreed upon that, um, <laughs> and so. Uh, I think that's where there's going to be a shock factor. I mean, I think they're going to hear about Raj uh, going to Tanzania too and and possibly even being sort of approving of it. It's an opportunity for them to to get to know each other better and perhaps something may come of it. And if it does, it's okay. Um, but that's where the Gerald element will end up being a shock. Yeah. <laughs> I wonder it, if there's going to be a time skip. <laughs> there, there might be ah, because uh, yeah. the play kind of makes that time skip and with Simu's involvement in Marvel <laughs> I think they're going to have to do a time skip if they're going to end these series because well I guess if they're going to align everything back to the play but uh, they definitely made a lot of changes in between then have you read the play Eugene? I have yeah. yes okay. uh, I really I really did enjoy it. it yeah it is it is different and uh, aren't the characters older yes. too in, in they're like in their 30s well. or something yeah, yeah. like yeah. Jung's yeah. married with with kids I think yeah and Janet's already working she's not she's not in school yeah, yeah. I, I don't know I just think that there there probably should be a time skip because of the fact that everyone's kind of going off right like are they really gonna show Janet and Raj in Tanzania and then Gerald and no. Um, Chelsea in Korea like it just doesn't seem plausible that they'll be doing the filming right so this is going back to the interesting (laughs) facts part which is good that we find out that Gerald and Janet have already lived three years together right so they've been friends for four or more sort of covers uh the four seasons if you think about each season being a year Uh, uh yeah then they've known each other for three years. So they're definitely going to do a time skip because Toronto is never that sunny all the time and not everybody's <laughs> in T-shirts. Like yep. right now, it just yeah. snowed. <laughs> yep, it snowed this morning and people were complaining. Yeah. So although I would yeah, like they, to see Emma complain about the cold weather. That's what I want to see. <laughs> yeah, there were a lot of comments on, on Twitter about why is it always so sunny uh, in the Kim's universe? It's very strange. <laughs> Um, and also, yeah, I, I mean, I think it, it the, uh, a formula that's worked for the series is actually seeing physical interaction yes. between the characters um, and 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 within the Kim family and, and 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 Handy and all that. And so, so doing something 
you know, where, where the characters are interacting with each other remotely uh, probably wouldn't go over well, I think, with fans. <laughs> it wouldn't just wouldn't, wouldn't work script-wise, I think. So, on that note, uh, it, though, it would feel like a social distancing edition. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and that, that's, that's – Kim's has always been good at tackling modern kind of topics and mm-hmm. uh, issues. So I'm kind of curious if they will tackle COVID at some point. And uh, the changes of everybody post-COVID. So right now, Andrew Fung, he hasn't been able to go to his barber. So he's been growing (laughs) out his hair, wearing a headband. Uh, What if Kimchi comes to work without his trademark head haircut? Or Terrence has Uh a full beard? Or, you know, somebody goes into the store and they have to talk to Appa through the plexiglass and he can't hear them. Yeah, that's true. I, maybe they could do a, uh, a one-time episode of that yeah. where they do that over Zoom, like Saturday Night Live has been doing. I think Park and, Parks and Recreation did some kind of episode oh. of that of that nature, like a comeback episode. Mm. So uh, it'd be neat if if they would do something like that for Kim's. I would I would enjoy watching yeah. that for sure. Yeah. Okay, so we've gone through a lot of stuff, especially Janet's uh, relationships uh, with, I guess different people different people in her <laughs> yes. life let's talk a little more well let's let's go back to it did do you think that she grew or did she do you think that she stayed the same yes um let's see i uh, thought about this very carefully um <laughs> i i feel like with uh appa generally the same less tension overall mm-hmm. um as i mentioned earlier there's more of an understanding i think she has with him, um, and uh, they, they have a, a, a very beautiful uh, relationship. I, I really uh, hope that uh, I see a lot of um, uh, Janet and my daughter. Uh-huh. Um, I actually see a lot of Stacy in her as well. Uh, but uh, <laughs> hoping that, mix. and this, I see a lot of Appa and myself these days. So hoping <laughs> that we can have that same type of relationship that's very spicy, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. Uh, the tension will die down through understanding. Hmm. Um, I think Janet's relationship with Jung, as mentioned before, um, there's a lot of name calling and sarcasm, but yes. they care for each other. I think we we didn't we saw some of that in 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 seasons one and two, but I feel like we saw more interaction between them. In, in seasons three and four, yes, and uh, that just solidified that, I think. So I don't know if it's growth necessarily, but I think Ruby, Ruby mentioned this. We, we end up seeing more of their relationships yeah. this way. Um, uh, Janet is still frustrated with Amma, mm-hmm. and I don't yes. think there's been any growth there. Totally uh, I agree. I mentioned that earlier as well. Yeah. Um, career-wise, I feel like she's still... And I think this is maybe why she's going to Tanzania too. I, I think mm-hmm. she's still trying to find her way through college and through her professional career. Um, uh, she's, she's not quite there yet. She's still exploring. She's mm-hmm. still not 100% sure of herself. Um, but I think she's grown in her photography education and career because Ms. Murray mm-hmm. seems to acknowledge her more. Like, didn't uh, during that whole Clark Metal thing, didn't <laughs> yes. she come and get Janet for something and wanting, wanted to show Janet off to, I guess, some of the judges That's or right. I don't know what mm-hmm. it was, something, something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and so Ms. Murray used to just kind of dismiss Janet as an annoyance or as someone that she didn't really need to pay much attention to. Uh, but I don't see that anymore. I think uh, Ms. Murray takes her a bit more, a bit more seriously. Mm-hmm. Uh, so mm-hmm. I think that that's, uh, that's growth for Janet. And then obviously with Love Life, um, <laughs> you know, there's been progress. Uh, I think her experiences with both Raj and Nathan have allowed that. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that even with Gerald, the fact that she was very 
able to quickly figure out uh, by being in such close proximity with Gerald, which I, I don't think has ever happened before, uh, figuring out that, oh, wow, uh, I may actually like this guy. Um, and, and it wasn't as confusing of a thing as it was with Raj and Nathan. Mm-hmm. Um, there, there was more certainty almost in it. And now uncertainty as they backed away and they have to go do their separate lives and go their separate ways. Uh, but um, it... Uh, uh, you, you know, they're, they're, I, I, she's grown up there mm-hmm. uh, for sure. I, I, I think um, I have a lot of confidence in her, I think, going into to season five mm-hmm. uh, with, with what she's gone through th- in seasons one through four in regards to that. For sure. I think, I think definitely it is a very coming of age story of a 20 year old trying to discover herself while still, you know, being a traditional um Asian female <laughs> in um in like a second generation Canadian family type of thing where she has she has different cultural understandings she's trying to grasp her roots where you know she's she, the whole naming herself <laughs> episode yeah, yeah. and trying to i guess learn more Korean as well like you could see her frustration when Gerald and Chelsea are speaking so much more Korean and she's like do you even understand what that means kind of thing like yeah like she's never been happy about other people learning her culture that's not Korean and that's consistent with season one in the Nayong episode absolutely but like that's what I mean like her her she's still trying to grasp that she can't seem to come Mm -hmm. to terms with that like you know other people have the rights to learn your culture too Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah. yeah and her her right self-righteousness and righteousness of of doing the right things about cultural appropriation yeah, about yeah. people mm-hmm. trying to make sure we're all equally treated like yeah. all of those things she's carried through and it hasn't really changed i felt like yeah um she might have mm-hmm. taken better actions now because for instance the episode where i think it was season one or season two where um miss murray thought that Appa was abusing her or oh, <laughs> child right. abuse. <laughs> right. Yeah. So that yeah, child. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So she yeah. let that slide to get the better grade. Yeah. Whereas this time where Amma was treated as yes. a server, she had a hesitation moment, but she was willing she to did. step up and say, Hey, no, you know what? We need to say something because that's not right. I'm not gonna let yeah. this slide this time. Mm-hmm. So there is a little bit of growth in how she handles those situations, I thought. Um, in terms of love life. I definitely think she's like, you know, someone going through university, figuring out what she wants, the type of guy she wants to date. Yeah. And she's growing from each relationship and learning more about it. Uh, She's learning more about herself because she realizes that her and Nathan didn't really have anything in common at all. (laughs) Although I still don't understand why she couldn't see Nathan as being like, a copy of Jung, sort of, <laughs> except he's more zen. Uh-huh. <laughs> well, well, maybe that realization was just like, no, 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 oh my God, oh my God, you. <laughs> yeah, but that that never came through. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, like, it's just, it, it was like a very good progress of an early 20-year-old to like a mid-20-year-old. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I, I really have nothing to add to what you guys said. <laughs> Holy jeez. You've uh, pretty much can, covered can the I ask, dictionary. Can I ask a question? Yeah. Actually, uh, Ruby, I, could, I, I thinking about that scene, that that the whole ordeal regarding the Clark Medal mm-hmm. um, and the um, uh, the the what is it? The white privilege mm-hmm. uh, accusation. I think um, I, I 
I, I'm still thinking about it a little bit because the uh, you know Oma was admittedly wearing the a white dress shirt and, and black garb, pants, <laughs> right? That the uh, the other uh, servers were wearing, mm-hmm. yes. uh, and she was near the food. Yep, uh, and so it very well could have been there. There could have been no kind of you know, uh, white privilege or, mm-hmm. or, or, or Cultural racist, bias or anything. Uh, yeah. You know, yeah, none of that bias, none of that may have been involved at all. Mm-hmm. And so I, I, I think that that was one thing. And even Amma was kind of thinking in that direction too mm-hmm. at first, For sure. but, but Appa and then Amma were, were thinking, I think differently. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, Appa and uh, Janet, I think were thinking yeah. differently. Yeah. And I don't, and, and so I, I kind of, I kind of been, I, I, I was kind of wondering about that at the end of the episode, uh, which was, they, they didn't seem to revisit that mm-hmm. question, mm-hmm. I think, at, at the end, um, which then I was thinking about other moments in, 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 in the seasons where uh, was it in I, I forgot what season it was. Was it season uh, the, the whole burger pop fry yeah. uh, <laughs> incident about making fun of, of other people's uh, of non-Asians doing Asian accents yes. or yeah. uh, someone outside of a culture yes. then doing that <laughs> culture's accent and and sort of how you know when is it sort of you not know okay, some form okay. of bias yeah. or racism yeah. or not appropriate and when it's mm-hmm. not and and so um uh, so i i don't know i i've been just thinking a little bit about that i don't know um if any of that was necessarily resolved uh maybe it just brought more awareness to the complexities for sure kind of associated with uh with the issues, yeah. um, I actually had a uh, a friend of mine, a fellow HQD on HQ Trivia. Mm-hmm. Uh, I got him on to Kim's Convenience. Okay, Yay. cool. And uh, but then when he was talking to me uh, about it over um, uh, Twitter Messenger mm-hmm. uh, or DMs, he was talking about how you know Appa's accent is really amusing to him. Oh, and okay. Then he responded, and maybe he he typed in an example of it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then afterwards, he said, "Oh my gosh, I'm so sorry. I I didn't mean to <laughs> be offensive to you." Okay. And maybe he saw some of the episodes that kind of talked about these things that that we've been mentioning yes. mm-hmm. these scenes. And and I I responded to him by saying that I'm actually I'm personally not offended because um, I don't think you are trying to make fun yes. of yeah. it, Koreans. It depends uh, on the intent. Yeah. yeah, that the the intent was actually really good and and you're entertained by it but not necessarily at uh, Koreans expense and so I'm I'm okay with it. Yeah. Um, but so anyway, I just I'm, I I don't know where this is going other than uh, <laughs> that 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 those things that happened in in in, in seasons yes. uh, three yeah. and four. I don't know if it was all season four or not. Uh, made me think about, about. I think for the whole Emma situation, the the point that Janet was trying to bring up was unconscious bias. Yes. So it mm-hmm. wasn't something that Mrs. Taylor was trying to do. It's just something that she wanted her to acknowledge that's happened. Yeah. I, I agree. It might not have been unconscious bias because, like you said, Emma was dressed the same way. She she actually responded and said, oh, sure, here's your food. But the thing that did bother me was she had a purse on. So Amma ah, had her purse yes. on her, and mm-hmm. servers would not have that. Yeah, uh, yeah. And the other comment oh. that she had at the end is like, yeah, my daughter-in-law is like, 
Oh yeah, that was, that was yeah, that was like, like uh. So they, 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 it's like okay, everything's fine. It's like oh no, she she danced right back. Yeah, it's like oh no, sure, sure. Yeah, yeah. I'm thinking. You know, it's possible also that she was not observant. Yes. Uh, you yeah, know, of, sure. of, of the purse. I mean, I, 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 I've had the tendency of of not uh, being good at observing things. I, I'm having flashbacks too to how. Uh, when I've worn a red polo shirt uh, to Target, um, <laughs> and and then all of a sudden being asked where a certain uh, yes uh, why a certain pro- if a certain product was out of stock and when more would come in mm-hmm. and and uh, uh, you know and, and then I suddenly realized that oh I, I I wasn't sure why you're asking me that oh it's because I'm wearing a red shirt I had the same problem um, with Best Buys and blue shirts so <laughs> yes uh, Kroger and purple shirts for me as well uh, the, the trouble with wearing solid colors but. In Interestingly, I never really kind of thought at the time that uh, there was any kind of notion of, oh, well, you're Asian and you're wearing a solid colored shirt, mm-hmm. so you must be some kind of, you know, uh, you're, you're, Blue you're, you're, you work for thing. the store. Yeah. 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 Uh, so so th- that kind of took me aback a, a, a little bit um, and, and, and kind of you know, thinking that some more understanding may have been required. You yeah. don't know for sure. And I, admittedly, yes, she, she mentioned about the, the, the Sri Lankan relative and, <laughs> yeah. and uh, maybe that's some, some, uh, 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 an argument, uh, uh, you know, uh, in, in, in favor of there being a concern. Uh, but yeah, you know, I don't know. Yeah. And I mean, with these kind of shows, they don't necessarily have to resolve anything, mm-hmm. but like being yeah. able bring to bring it, it to up light, and yeah. yeah, exactly as the example you said with your friend on Twitter, uh, maybe he did come across that episode and, and made a real realization and that's that, you know what, for the that's next enough. generation moving forward. Yeah. yeah. Just making them aware that this stuff is there. Mm-hmm. That's saying yeah. a lot already. Okay. Um, so uh, the last bit of this about on janet before we get moving on to some other fun stuff um so what do you guys hope to see for up on janet in seasons five and six because we know there's a five and six so. <laughs> yes yay <Woo. laughs> oh goodness uh should i start yeah, yeah go, go for, for it. it okay um so i have to pull up my notes here so for up uh in seasons five and six um Boy, some of this sounds really mean, but <laughs> I want to see these things happen. I want to see Appa get into a major conflict with Janet Ooh. again. Yes. Um, almost season one style. I feel like things have almost gone too well between them. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I'm hoping that Gerald will be part of this major conflict. Oh. And he will oppose Gerald once uh, Janet expresses her love and affection for Gerald or possibly <laughs> becoming an item. Oh. Um, so really want to see that. I think it'd be really interesting just in context of how Appa has interacted with Gerald over the years mm-hmm. of the seasons. Um, I'm also interested, as mentioned earlier, wanting to see a major breakthrough with Jung mm-hmm. where they actually have a really intense verbal fight that might even get physical a little bit. Mm-hmm. But somehow there would be understanding through conversation Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. um and and sort of the miracle of that happening i I think uh i'm interested in seeing that um you know just like the play uh the need to sell the store or the decision to sell the Mm -hmm. store yes yes uh is 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 part of that storyline 
uh, and it's been kind of touched upon, right? About Appa occasionally mentioning to Janet about you should take yes, over the store. Yeah, exactly. Uh, but wanting to actually see some conflict over that, over the store, hmm. actually happen uh, in seasons five and six with Appa. Um, oh boy, this is bad. Uh, <laughs> wanting to see a major setback happen to Appa, such as the store being robbed oh. or uh, Oma's medical diagnosis turning bad. Ooh. This sounds awful, but uh, <laughs> I really drama. want to see. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, I really want to see how the Kim family does it and how um, it uh, we see growth in their characters mm-hmm. or maybe some weaknesses in the characters, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, but also somehow be entertained in the process. They, they're, they're, the, the writers are really magical, I think, of the way that they do that. For sure. Um, I'm, I'm interested in seeing Appa being accused of not being a true Korean. <laughs> oh. He takes a lot of pride being Korean, right? Yes. Uh, but what I've seen over the years, even for, for those that were born in Korea, they, they, they immigrated, but then they returned to Korea. Yes. Mm-hmm. Like my, my dad got accused often uh, by, by friends and colleagues. Mm-hmm. Oh. You are not a true yes. Korean. You're thinking more like American yeah, now. That's, that happened right? to my and, mom and, too. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Oh, interesting. Interesting. Um, so really wanting to see Appa go through that. I don't think he's gone through that no, uh, so not. far. So that, that would be interesting. Um, I want to see him speaking more Korean. Yes. Uh, and doing more I just see type things. Yes. Uh, I think we saw more of that in seasons three and four. So more of that as well here. Um Helping uh, Amma maybe grow in her relationships with the rest of the family. Mm-hmm. Uh, as, as mentioned, I think Amma struggles with both Janet and Jung, actually. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <Just in different laughs> and, uh, so, and with him uh, and with everyone. Uh, so, uh, so actually see, helping uh, him to continue, help, continuing to help Amma in her uh, growth as a character. Um, and maybe getting on a game show, too. I think would be really <laughs> Appa to be on Canadian Family Feud or some you know the the like type of game show because I think his answers uh, would be uh, would be hilarious. And then for for Janet, uh, I'd like to see her have a big breakthrough with with a mom, mm. like something very mm. significant yes. where where uh, uh, there there's this deeper that deeper level of understanding by which when Oma kind of gets on her case about things in the future, Janet may react to it, but it's, it's different. Um, I'd like to see, as mentioned before, Janet have a big fallout with Appa. Mm-hmm. So, so it works in the reverse moving on from Raj and, mm-hmm. and jumping on the Gerald train. Definitely want to see that. Uh, I'd like to see her graduate yes. from mm. college and actually start her career. That'd be good. Yeah. Um, yeah. Then uh, uh, this is a weird one. Kimchi coming back in the picture as a potential love interest. Ooh, I know things are working really well with Gwen, <laughs> but but given that Janet and Kimchi spent a lot of time together, granted growing up in the same circle, uh, Kimchi being friends with Jung, I think I, I know they did they touch upon that kind of a little bit on in season yes, two. They did, but then it was forgotten. Yes. Right? Mm-hmm. I I wouldn't mind that coming back. Hmm. Um, particularly since Gerald came in the picture because Janet and Gerald spent a lot of time together over the years as roommates. So why not? And yeah. College and all that. Yeah. Why not kimchi as well? Yeah. And then finally, um, you know, Janet, uh, you know, needs a kimchi type of best friend of her own, yeah. like a, a non-romantic uh, friend, <laughs> right? Because uh, Jung, Jung has uh, kimchi. Janet, we thought, had Gerald. Gerald. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
but I guess that's not really the case anymore. <laughs> um, so, and and I know that uh, our, our good friend Melvin has been talking about Samira coming yeah. back mm-hmm. on the show. Um, I I actually do support that idea. I, I, I'd love to. I, I know that they introduced some new friends, mm-hmm. I think, from college, I guess, into uh, uh, into the mix uh, in the past couple of seasons. Mm-hmm. But uh, we didn't really see a yeah. whole lot of interaction between Janet and them. And so I, I personally, you know, as a Kimbit, didn't really connect with those relationships. I agree. So, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. You know, so interested in, in, in Samira coming back or, or someone similar. Yeah. yeah. No, Samira coming back would make sense because the other friends that's been introduced, I think they were more of like the cool kids that she wants to be a part yeah. of and she's always trying to impress. Right. And Gerald seemed to have a closer relationship with those um, two girls or that group than Janet does. So, yeah. Yeah. And they're, they're past the two season rule where they can never <laughs> appear again. So... Yeah, um, I think for me, on the on a more general sense, I would like to see the development of Amma's diagnosis and the family coming together. More sad news. Because well, because that would bring the I whole know. family together, right? Like everyone yeah. would would join back. You know, probably not move back together in the same house, but how that develops, how they come and get through this as a family, and what are the struggles and how they develop their relationships. You know, whether that obviously that's going to bring some conflicts and some fights, but they're going to get through it. I think I'm adding that to my list. I want to see all of them living in one house at least for (laughs) one episode to see what the hell happens. Um, For Janet, I think I really want to see how she handles Chelsea. Uh, If Chelsea ever found mm, out about the Gerald situation, because Chelsea's very random. Yeah. Well, she's very, well, she'll do whatever she, she, well, she'll do anything to get what she wants. Yes, but she's never been challenged on that level. Like Chelsea, she comes of a very rich and affluent family. You know, they're part of great clubs and everything else. She always gets her way with Gerald. She seems to think that she's smart enough to outsmart Janet and pick on pick up on all her little sneak attacks. But she's never actually had something bad happen to her to trip her up. Well, she's at two and a half seasons, so she's probably just <laughs> going to be written now. So Chelsea found somebody richer and prettier, so that's it. I don't know. So it would be interesting to see how that dynamic yeah. happens and how they all grow up. Yeah, like yeah. going off after graduation, what happens, whether or not she'll, whether or not Janet will, I guess, take the relationship further with Gerald or if it's going to fade mm-hmm. because now that they're adults, they're going to grow apart. I, for one of mine, uh, I mean, I agree with a lot of stuff you both have said, but uh, the one big difference is I kind of want to see Janet be single for a while. I want her to make the conscious decision that Mm. she doesn't want a dude and she just wants to like pursue her career and just forget about all these guys for a while and then kind of revisit it later when she's, she's most popular wedding photographer or something you know yeah no that's too cliche for her she likes the abstract stuff right yeah okay. <laughs> so blurry pictures of manholes or something <laughs> oh wow uh, actually mike i mike i think i think that that sounds very possible mm-hmm. uh where 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 gerald and raj and and maybe yeah. even nathan comes back who knows I, or a new person or kimchi and everyone's kind of pining after janet and janet just can't take anymore mm. and realizing realizes that impacts her uh, her life in an adverse way mm. and and uh, keeps her it. from finding mm. her way regarding other parts of her life and so yeah maybe she just says ah enough <laughs> 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 gotta, gotta move forward 
Yeah. Well, we'll see how the writers do it. I mean, at the end of the day, this is a comedy. Uh, with great dramatic <laughs> Not a drama, moments, drama. Yeah. But, uh, yes, yes. Oh, the other one thing for Appa is just, I want to see Paul, like, Paul get the cosplay and stuff that he's made. Because <laughs> he made so much Star Wars things. I don't know Paul how they're going to, yeah. yeah, bring, bring oh. at least that aspect of Paul into Appa. That'd be but we saw some of that, yes. right? He dressed up as the Mexican Bendito, Bendito right? And then, uh, uh, also, wasn't there the there was a Star Wars? Um, uh, the Darth Vader uh, mentioned death choke. Darth, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That scene with where Janet right was pretending to to to, to choke up. Uh, I forgot uh, what context that was. Uh, in, the Amma style. She was uh, just yeah. in the style, and then she had the visor. Ah, yes. the, the visor, yeah. the visor, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. Yes, and, which interestingly, I only saw one of those for the first time recently. Oh, oh really? really? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I forgot where I saw one, and I went, oh, my goodness, what is that? And then I see it on Kim's Convenience, and oh, my goodness. I don't know where I've been, why, why I haven't noticed that before. But, uh, yes, it is very Darth Vader-like. I, I could probably get one for my kids, and they would use it for that same purpose. Or, if, uh, or Power Rangers, if that's still an in-thing with kids. Uh, I have no idea. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they still watch Power oh. Rangers. It's on Netflix. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so that pretty much covers the main thing. But before we go, we have one last thing to do. And now we're back for another episode of Now We Talking. Let's welcome today's player, Eugene from Houston, Texas. Yay! Yay! Thanks for having me, Mr. Mike. <laughs> Great to have you, Eugene. Okay, so this game is broken up into three rounds. Each round plays a little bit differently. We'll explain it when you get there. So why don't we start with round one? We call this I Chum Bali Bali. In this round, <laughs> you have 10 seconds to name characters on the show. But before that, this question is sponsored by the letter O. I don't know why that's important. It might be. So, first question is, Eugene, you ready? I was born ready, Mr. Mike! <laughs> All right, great. I'm ready. What to talk talking? It's a goal. All right. First question. Name three of Janet's boyfriends. Oh, uh, Raj... Nathan and the police officer guy whose name eludes me. Oh no! Oh, I can't remember his name. All right, judges, is that good enough? All right, we'll accept that answer. What generous judges? What was his name? Alex. Though? Alex. <laughs> Alex. Oh my god. Most people call him police guy, yeah. but his name is Alex. We would have also accepted, as you said, Nathan Raj. And uh, the the cool Christian Korean boy. All right. Are you ready for question two? Oh, now I'm scared, but I guess. <laughs> It'll be easy for a Kimbit like you. All right. Oh, now, no. this question is brought to you by the letter K. Hmm. Okay. Uh, oh. So, the question is, name five handy employees. Oh, goodness. Um, Terrence, Shannon, uh, Jung, Omar, Stacy. Woo, congratulations. Yeah! You passed round one, Eugene. <laughs> kimchi, I didn't say kimchi, did I? No. You didn't, but you got... Oh, my goodness, You got wow. five, considering that. Oops. So, yeah, we would have accepted kimchi, Shannon, Terrence, Stacy, Omar. There's also not Melissa. 
I don't know why she's named that. Um, I saw that yeah. on uh, on Netflix uh, in the credits. It says not Melissa. Yeah. So, okay. Amanda Janet because she did work there for one episode. That's she did. That's Marlo right. and Brad. Brad was the HR guy. Ah. Yeah. All right. So we obviously made that one too easy for you, Eugene. So now we're going to move on to round two, and we this is called math. Just kidding. It's multiple choice oh. style. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I can't do math. <laughs> All right. So, question one. In Happy Amiversary, uh, what does Janet tell Appa to bring? Is it A, cookies, B, Oma, C, flowers, or D, none of the above? Oh. So I know it's not cookies because uh, I think Appa decided to do that on the fly. Um, I, 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 I don't, you know, the interesting thing about flowers, oh wait, flowers, flowers, I, I want to say that Appa was reprimanded, or uh, I'm sorry, Janet reprimanded Appa for not bringing flowers. But I don't remember Janet telling Appa to bring flowers. Um, but because it was a reprimand, I'm thinking that the answer is flowers. Is that your final answer? Uh, what was the other choice? Uh, B was Amma, and D was none of the above. I, I, hmm, I don't think it was his, her, his responsibility to bring Amma, so I'm, gonna, I'm going to rule that out. Um, I'm pretty sure it's flowers. I'm trying to remember if that's what Jung was asked to bring. Oh, goodness. I'm going to go with... But none of the above. You probably put that in to trick me, though. Um, I'll go with flowers, final answer. You are right. Uh, oh, my Am I right about that? That I don't know if Janet told Appa up front to bring flowers, but I remember there being a whole brouhaha, you know, when Appa showed up without them. At first, uh, Amma and Appa discuss about getting flowers at the wholesale, but then Janet later in that scene says, uh, make sure to bring some flowers. Ah, yeah. So it's a little okay. bit sneak attack right there. <laughs> okay, I forgot that one, but I'm glad I remembered the whole uh, fight about it uh, in Janet's apartment. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> so the answer again was C, flowers. Okay. So next question. In the episode Chamo, Terrence is called several nicknames. Which is not one of them? Is it oh my A, Obi-Wan Wasabi, B, T-Bone, C, none of the above, or D, A, and B. Okay, the question is phrased strangely, Mr. Hicks. <laughs> um, but I, I remember Terrence being called by kimchi tea bag, and then there was this discussion of, oh, you know, Terrence says I don't like that. Uh, and then I think kimchi said tea bone, and and Terrence said, I, I, I like that better or something like that, or I can deal with that. So I believe T-Bone is something that Terrence is called in that episode. Um, Obi-Wan Wasabi. It, you know, I know that the episode was all about 
Terence's ability to be able to down wasabi in large quantities. Um, and uh, I, I want to say that that nickname sounds familiar. I know that they said, uh, Omar in particular, I think, said several different uh, nicknames. I, I want to say Obi-Wan Wasabi was one of them. Okay. So I want to say that both of those nicknames were used to refer to Terrence. So, and choices C and D are? C was none of the above, and D was A and B. Right. So by saying C, am I saying that... Uh, am I saying that both both of them were used, yes. right? If I say C. Okay. So I am going to then, Mr. Host, uh, say C, because I believe both nicknames were used. Final answer. You're right. Goodness, I had to talk through all that. <laughs> I'm so glad it worked out. Wow, Yay! that was a tough question, but wow, you you got through that. The answer is C, none of the above. All right. See, now now people can realize why we're told to talk through questions on who wants to be a millionaire. Because <laughs> people go, why, why are they talking through that? They should just answer the question. But it really helps you kind of think about it and make sure you're answering correctly. Exactly. So, yes. All right. All right. Third question of round two. In Bon okay. Voyage, what size scuba suit does Appa put on? Is it uh -huh. A, extra large, B, large, C, medium, or D, small? Yes, so I remember um, there being a big deal about uh, Appa... You know, some mention about his insistence to wear a medium, um, even though it was maybe recommended that he should wear something larger. Although, honestly, I'm not sure how that scuba suit that he was wearing could have possibly been a medium, <laughs> unless a major stretching would occur. But I'm going to, because I remember distinctly medium, I'm going to say medium. Uh, and that's my final answer, Mr. Mike. Okay. Medium. You, wow, oh, Eugene, you made it to round three. Oh. Congrats. Yay. <laughs> Am I winning prizes or money as we're going along? Bragging rights. <laughs> That's all rights. we can okay. afford now. I will, I will brag to all of Twitter later, but I have to win this next round. Yeah. Otherwise, it means yeah, nothing. All right. So round three, we call this listen two more times, then you talking. Okay. Oh. So... In this round, you have 20 seconds to match the following quotes with one of these episodes. We'll repeat the quotes only two times. So, the episodes are Thy Neighbor's Wi-Fi, okay. New Up Alliance, and Soccer Dad. Oh my goodness, these are three of my favorite episodes <laughs> from seasons three and four. Uh, now I'm even more nervous because I say they're my favorites, but if I get something wrong about them, I am lying. <laughs> oh, just like Janet's lying about the uh, who the witch was. <laughs> All right, now here are the quotes. Now remember, we are doing listen to more times than you talking. Okay, so oh, okay. quote number one, buying new dishwasher, what you doing? Okay, quote two. Okay. You stand on table. 
quote three, you don't use syrup. Okay, so I'm going to repeat those quotes again. Quote one, buying new dishwasher, what you doing? Quote two, you stand on table. And quote three, you don't use syrup. All right, this starts your 20 seconds. Okay, uh, it is Betty uh, E.G. Um, I think the new dishwasher, that was a big part of new appliance or appliance. So I believe that that quote goes with that one. Uh, the you stand on table uh, goes with uh, thy neighbor's Wi-Fi because they had to stand on the table uh, to get the Wi-Fi. Uh, kind of reminiscent of, uh, of uh, Parasite. And then the don't use syrup, I believe, was in Soccer Dad. Judges say you're right. Do I win the Kim Cup? Congratulations, Eugene. Now, before we add you to the Hall of Fame here, we do have one bonus round. Now, oh, bonus throughout round. this episode, we've given you hints on a secret catchphrase. If you can get it right, you'll be in the Hall of Fame, but what's also known as the Do Not Touch Wall. What is that phrase? Oh, well, uh, I, I think you said that some questions or rounds were sponsored by letters, and I, I remember OK uh, being two of them. Uh, I don't remember that CU were, was used in any of the others because I was too nervous about the questions that were coming. <laughs> but it couldn't be anything else uh, to go after OK. So I am confidently going to say, Mr. Mike, OK, see you. And of course, you're right. <laughs> Yeah! Where, where did C and U come in? Okay, so pause for me. Uh, <laughs> C, what were all the answers to multiple choice? Oh, oh they were all C. all C. Oh, and then the U. So each of the Listen, quotes, uh, what you doing? You stand on table. You don't uh, use <laughs> Ah, you, you, you new dishwasher. You, you, get, you buy a new dishwasher? You... Yeah. Uh, buying new dishwasher, uh, okay. what you doing? Yeah, I tried to... What you yeah. doing? Ah. <laughs> that one was a bit harder to find a quote, but anyway, unpause. And that is all the time we have for today. Congratulations again to Eugene for reaching the do not touch wall of Now We Talking. I would like my name inscribed in the Kim Cup. <laughs> you, you said that your family has a Kim Cup. Could you put my name on it? <laughs> we'll definitely look at that. Okay. Now, remember, you can catch Eugene on Twitter at EYBeyond or IG at Wheelie Crazy Eugene. Okay, so if you have any comments, questions, or stories to share, tweet me at MikeYUAN82. And don't forget to control the ketchup chip population. Toss them on the ground angrily. Until the next time. Okay, see you.